I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Dream Team podcast with James Buckley. Uh, I am Jalal Hartley. With me is my co-host, James Buckley. Hello, James. How are you? Hello. Fine. Yes, I'm fine. Thanks, Jalal. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, I was late. I was late today. I was late for, uh, you, you'll probably hear later in the podcast, I was late for our for our guest, which was very rude. But, you yeah. know, I've taken on this new persona now and I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I turn up late for things. If people phone me, people can phone my phone. Sometimes it just says the number's not in use. It's brilliant. It's so good. Um, and then, and then, and then, for some reason, a couple of days later, it will be in use. It will work again. So um, I'm having fun being Jalel. Yeah, it's really good. I'm doing lots of gardening, getting my, getting my hands dirty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got some um, got some lovely runner beans growing at the moment. Have you? Um, what variety? Yeah. What variety? Are yeah, well, they, they've been coming from Tozer seeds. Uh, oh, have they? I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been growing Tozer seeds. They're they're at the forefront of uh, breeding new runner bean varieties. To be fair, using Tozer seeds, sort of cross cross breeding, coming up with something new. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, is that that's your opinion? Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. How have you been, James? What have you been up to this week? Just playing um, Call of Duty <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Just recycling cardboard, you know, wherever wherever I can find it. I've actually started going looking for cardboard. Um, yeah. Just going door to door, asking people if they got any cardboard. I just love it. I love it. Take my knife. Bought some new blades for for uh, the, the Stanley knife. But uh, yeah, just uh, doing that and um, just loving football. Should we talk about what's coming up on the show? Yeah, whatever. All right, go on then, James. Take it away. Coming up on the show, we have got... Buckley's £3 bet. We will be seeing whether my Dream Team Europe team, Assemble for Peanuts, is doing better than James, than Jalal, the other guy's Dream Team Europe team. (laughs) Plus, we're joined by impressionist, actor and Arsenal fan, Luke Kempner. That all sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what more we could want. I, I, I want to keep up with current events in the football world. Well... That means we should probably make some news come out of our mouths then. Let's do it. Time now for the story of Adair Loco, a Brazilian footballer who deliberately wets himself before a game. The appropriately named Loco plays for Agua Santa and is clearly ridiculously superstitious. Eight years ago, he was caught short and accidentally wet himself before a big cup semi-final in which he went on to score. Loco reveals, when I scored the goal, I was still all wet and smelly down there. After that, I pee every time I'm on the pitch. When it's raining, it's really nice. (laughs) So he's been doing that for eight years. When was the last time you uh, were caught short, Jalal? Can you remember? 
What, the last time I wet myself? Yeah. What's the time? <laughs> it's got to be hours. No, genuinely. Genuinely wet myself. Or not, yeah. not just pretended to get attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you've been bursting to go to the toilet for like two hours, maybe three, yeah. Yeah. and it keeps coming and going, and then you just sort of miss time in the clenching, and, and just a little bit gets through. Just a little bit gets through. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've had two occasions. Uh, one where I pissed myself, one where I shit myself. I pissed myself when I was 15. That's too old to be pissing yourself, isn't it? No. I was on the Nemesis Inferno. We were going around this ride, and my mate just made me laugh so much that I pissed myself <laughs> while I was on the ride. But luckily enough, <laughs> luckily enough, we'd been on like a log flume or something uh, a couple of rides before, Right, and I got off, and I was like, "Oh God, look, I'm still wet." Yeah, oh, from that, from that. And, oh, it looks like I've pissed myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Just pissed myself, and then obviously the the time when I shit myself that I told you about yeah. uh, was literally, I think it was last year or the year before, and um, did a fart in the living room. <laughs> And then I jumped up with a big smile on my face, if like be like, oh, this is hilarious. I jumped up and I went to, I just turned to my wife and went, oh, shit myself. And she looked at me like disgusted, obviously, because she's a normal human being. And yeah. she went, yeah, that's not, you shouldn't be proud of that. It's a regular feature in the news, which I'm calling Vardy Watch. Uh, it was a great week for Leicester's top scorers. The Foxes went five points clear at the top of the Premier League. All their rivals slipped up last Wednesday night, but Vardy wasn't bothered. He said, I saw a lot of people saying the results had gone in our favour, but I was playing Call of Duty on the PlayStation. Good on you, Vardy. Also, um, if anybody knows Vardy, or um, or if he's listening, he's if he's playing Call of Duty, he won't be listening to this. Also, He's sort of got a league to try and win, so he's probably concentrating on that. Um, mm. But if anyone knows Jamie, uh, tell him to get in touch with me on Twitter, because I'd like to be uh, PlayStation friends with him, because I play a lot of Call of Duty. Get in touch with James Buckley on Twitter, or try, someone give him a nudge in my direction. That was like a sort of Lonely Hearts sort of thing. Were you that man on the train wearing the briefcase? We smiled briefly. Uh, but I had to get off to the next stop. Do you ever read them in the very Metro soon? Or Rachel found that uh, he wasn't returning her calls. <laughs> do 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 do. In fact, yeah, let's do that. If anyone has any lonely heart stories that they want to uh, want us to read out next week, please get in touch. <laughs> Juve star says sorry to the blind. Juventus and Italy midfielder Claudio Marchisio had to watch his team take on Inter Milan on telly from his own home this week. He wasn't happy with what he saw as he tweeted, This commentator must be blind. Marchisio was condemned by journalist syndicate Uzigrai, who said, Marchisio's words offended an entire community, that of blind people as well as a commentator who is doing his job professionally as always. Marchisio apologised on his Facebook page. My faux pas on blind people, even though I was attempting a joke, was unfortunate and wrong. I don't want to live in this planet anymore, Jalal. Why? If you can't just... If you can't say the phrase, why are you blind? That's not yeah, offensive. 
Yeah, that's right. not offensive to blind people. Yeah. That's if true. they were blind, it would be offensive. If you were doing something, you went to someone, what's the matter with you? You're blind. That might be offensive. And they'll what? go, well, actually, I am. I honestly don't think there are blind people that that would be offended by that. Oh, right. Well, and I bet there are blind... Like I be- con- conspiracy theory. I bet I, there I, I are blind... I don't believe there are blind people. They're just, they're just <laughs> pretending. They're on. God, they just want no, somebody you, to hold their arm when they get on the tube. If you met a blind person, like sort of you was having a bit of banter with him or whatever, just went, oh, what's the matter with you blind? Well, I, th- I think they'd laugh. I'm not sure if they would. I think, no, if you knew them, if you were friends with them. Yeah. I'm not friends with any blind people. What would you rather lose, your, your hearing or your eyesight? That's a really difficult one, yeah. It is really difficult. Yeah. It is really difficult. Because you couldn't you wouldn't be able to hear music. Yeah, wouldn't be able to hear music and I wouldn't be able to if I wanted to hear music I wouldn't be able to see my children. Yeah, I think I would probably prefer to And also I like to hear my children as well. Saying that, sometimes being deaf around the kids might <laughs> we're, we're probably we've probably offended people now. And we're the guests, we we just gotta talk amongst ourselves until um, Buckers, heart, Harters turns up. Um, I'm here with a man. Uh, I can tell he's a man because he's got a man's face and man's shoes. I, I think they're shoes. They, yeah, they look like shoes. They may be hard socks. I, I don't know. Um, but he's here. His name is. Um, I'm not going to tell you his name until the, in the next sentence. This sentence is going to be one in which I say he's an impressionist, an actor, and an Arsenal fan. Um, and now I'm going to tell you his name. It's Luke Kempner. Hi, Hello, Luke. how are you Hi, doing? Yeah, Thank I'm you very much that. for having me on the show. Oh, no problem at all. I feel a bit um, at sixes and sevens, really, because James Buckley, D- Jalal Hartley isn't here. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, James Buckley, am here. Yes, no, and that's, I can see you. And then I can see a screen with them, um, which is where Jalal's going to be at some point. Is that? Yes, in, in L.A. Okay. Um, Something quite haunting looking at an empty screen. Sort of an empty room. Yes, it's, it's sad. Who knows what could happen in there? If he's dead, yeah. um, then that, that'll be a very moving... He has died out of shot, though, which is a bit a bit annoying, isn't it? You play a piano. It, I do, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what do you play on it? Uh, well, it just, I just taught myself as a kid. Um, we just had one in the house, like a little keyboard, and uh, and it's been useful for sort of, you know, teaching, singing lessons and stuff like that, and it's, um, the ladies, they love it. They love a little yeah. bit of a, a piano player and a singer. They love it if you, you know. need, uh, tickle the ivories. Tickle the ivories, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I've used it to, to try and woo women in the past, and uh, yeah. and that's about as much as I have used my uh, piano playing So you must for. be quite skilled by now. I'm all right, I'm all right. I'm not a sort of classic, I couldn't give you a Beethoven, right. but, um, but I could probably give you an Elton John. Right. Who would you well, prefer? Well, Elton John, because he has, you know, he's very, he's affiliated to Watford uh, FC. Of course, yes, I hear so. that they're, 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 they're your team now. Yeah, Who's, who does Beethoven support? I think he's a Hamburg fan. Is he? Yeah, yeah. he hasn't gone for a while though. He's just a fair weather fan, I think. I decided to get into comedy and I was watching, you know, I, I was doing impressions like Andy Murray and Alan Carr and all stuff on YouTube. And then I did a video where I did all the Downton Abbey characters, um, uh, 12 different characters, and I put it on YouTube. And then that video got retweeted by Stephen Fry. Wow. Which ended up getting about two and a half thousand retweets overnight. Um, and then the video sort of, uh, you know, again, was sort of 100,000 views overnight. And that sort of launched the whole thing. 
and then I wrote this show uh, with with some great guys um, called Owen Lewis and Jeremy Lim called The Only Way Is Downton. And then we ended up touring um, the world in the end. We sort of, last year I was in America with it and uh, I did it in Toronto, which was sort of like a 750-seater for a month. Um, So it's been a whole whirlwind. And I suppose Downton sort of uh, is a currency around the world. Oh, yeah. I did it in Russia. In wow. Moscow, wow. and uh, where they don't speak their English is it wasn't their first language, obviously. Um, those Russians, um, and and but they watch Downton Abbey, but they watch it dubbed. So my impressions <laughs> were, were completely useless to them. But they right. laughed along, and they were laughing at the likes of it John. Does B- not sound like yeah. the <laughs> real people, though. It does not the Mrs. Patmore remember? <laughs> Andy Murray, yes. James will, would love. It. James is not here. The in between is guy is not here. Yes. He would he would love the anime. Can you do it for me? Yeah, um, of course. Maybe uh, yeah, no, it's great to be here on um, the Dream Team podcast. Um, I mean, I would have preferred it if both the presenters were here. But um, yeah, other than that, you, as you can tell, I'm pretty excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, James would... <laughs> love that. He'd love James, that. He'd, he'd love that. He'd bloody love that, James. Oh. I can give you some of you know some of the sort of ones. Give us a, a, a give you like an Alan Carr. Give us a small snatch. I'll give you a small snatch. Okay, so Alan Carr. Now it's very nice to be here. No, and uh, no, and you are laughing, but I've, honestly, I've had such a good time. Can I give a little wave to the producers? You're right. Oh, thank you. Well, I wasn't expecting this, was I? <laughs> thank you. Uh, I can give you that. I can give you um, uh, Arsene Wenger. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, certainly, I must say, uh, it is, uh, look, uh, this is a very good opportunity for me to be on the Dream Team podcast with uh, James and, uh, uh, and Agile, and uh, we will have a f- fantastic time, certainly, I must say. That's very good. You're really talented. <laughs> I just went on a stag do with Big Tom Davis, um, and uh, I to try and fit in, I used my sort of DIY voice for the whole uh, weekend, which is just sort of like, oh, yeah, no, mate, yeah, no, I love it, mate. Yeah, no, I'll cut the beers in, get the beers in. What, are you having a whip round? Yeah, we'll get a yeah, chuck it. Yeah, we'll go down to strip bar and stuff. Yeah, it sounds great, doesn't it? And I really fit in by putting on that voice. Yeah. I fooled yeah. everyone. Yeah. They didn't see this sort of little middle-class boy from Surrey. Any downsides to do, doing that? Like- no, I mean, it, it, I, I, it all worked out. I mean, there are a couple, couple of people there that, that looked a little bit scary, but I thought they were on my side. Yeah, I yeah. Well, side. you got them on side with that, yeah. with that voice. We wound one of them up because um, they wanted to watch the McGregor fight, which was on Saturday, sort of Sunday morning. Ewan? No, no, you, no, not Ewan. That's Star Wars. You're thinking of? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you, right. No, 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 no. There's no, no lightsabers. Light, so there's no lightsabers. No lightsabers, uh, and Ewan McGregor's not involved. Okay. Liam Neeson's not involved. There's no Liam Neeson. No, no. This is a ultimate fighting but it was pay-per-view and it was on bt sport and uh so one of these guys subscribed for B- to bt sport so they could watch this fight but it, we were winding him up saying it was going to be a 12 month subscription so he started to be worried that he'd now subscribed to bt sport uh in a in a place up in edinburgh which is where we were staying so he was gonna have to pay that for 12 months and he ever wanted to watch it he'd have to go up to edinburgh but then we sort of upped the ante and i went uh, off into another room and rang him as gary from bt sport and uh, i said oh is, is that mr mckiernan there um just to let you know that um you were obviously staying in haverston hall and uh, which is a commercial uh, property so if you were showing any live sport then we will be having to charge you the full commercial rate which is four thousand and pounds a month. Wow, and he um, bit. He, bit, he bought he? it. 
Wow. He bought it, and I ended up putting him on hold before I put him through to the accounts team, and just hung up. Mm. And I came back upstairs in the pub we were at, and he was still there. On it, and his bless his face had gone white, mm-hmm. and he was just going, "It's going to be four effing grand." Yeah. David Tennant's just told yeah. me <laughs> it's going to be four effing grand. Yeah, he wasn't. No, he wasn't that shocked that David Tennant worked at BT yeah. Sport. Yeah, you know. And since Doctor Who finished, I've got to um, make ends meet. That's cool. You're stealing my job. <laughs> Damn it. Your turn. No, it's 1-1. Well, James has just arrived. Sorry, you're Jalal now. Um, Hey, Jalal. Hey. Hey, James. How's it going? (laughs) Yeah, not bad. Uh, So you've started taking on my uh, character traits. Yeah, Yeah, it's really good. I've I've got no excuse to being late. I just drove really slowly. (laughs) Just really took my time, just sort of looking out the window. Lovely it was. I've done all the questions, really, James. Do you want to have a little chat with Luke? Yeah. First of all, I'm sorry for being late, Luke. It's good commitment, though, if you're away in, in um, the City of Angels and you're still yeah. still putting out the podcast. It's sort of commitment. I still turned up half hour late. <laughs> I'm not that committed. Oh, yeah. right, fair enough, yeah. And, and you are you completely know. naked as well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask about that. How, why, <coughs> are you, why are you completely naked? <coughs> Uh, Sorry, James I've is allergic to pubic I've, hair. I've, I've got, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, which is, which, is why you're, which is why you'll notice um, why I'm completely shaved. Uh, yeah. But there must there must be some pubes in here. <laughs> From the previous murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why are you naked? I don't get it. So hot, so warm in LA. Right. Everyone's naked. <laughs> Everyone just talks about naked. It's just normal. How's it been? Yeah, good, mate. It could have been a lovely little interview. Uh, yeah. Very professional. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's been really oh, good, God. really in depth. He's a, oh, he knows no. his football. I'll give him that. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where's he from? Uh, just, um, I'm from Surrey. I was born in Surrey. Oh, where, where, are, you? where are you born? Croydon. Croydon, yeah, I'm not far from Croydon. I'm born in Hawley. Croydon. Oh, well, that explains okay. you're, you're both, uh, yeah. you know, Sort of uh, lads, lads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do you support Arsenal if you're from sort of south of London? Well, actually, I should have become a Palace fan, really. Yes, um, I was trying to get because uh, all my mates were. But my mate, uh, my mate Alex Gallagher, give him a little name check. He he had a ticket. What does he do? I I don't know what he does now. One of the the, (laughs) senior ten years. But I think uh, I think he ended up working for Virgin or something. He said, "Look, I've got uh, no, not the Virgin Mary." Uh, He said, "Look, I've got a mega store." Yeah, that's the one. Right. Yeah, he's still there. He didn't sold a CD in years. 
<laughs> he said, look, I've got a ticket to go and see Arsenal Wimbledon at Sellers Park. And uh, so I went along, and I was about nine, and uh, the floodlights went out halfway through the game. So that was yeah, my first ever game. Lot. Yeah, I think it was like a Chinese betting syndicate or something. Used but used do that a lot. The floodlights going out. Yeah, I used to do so much. I remember a, a West Ham game maybe in the 90s where the floodlights went out. Um, I always remember my favourite ever time that happened was when the floodlights went out at the Stadium of Light. Hundred percent happened. The Stadium of Dark. <laughs> I was like the irony. Um, Is that what everybody uh, chanted? What the, the, <laughs> irony. the irony? Yeah. How ironic! I don't. How ironic! <laughs> I don't think your average football fan knows the word irony. I think you. Why? Because uh, <laughs> they'd all... explode. <laughs> they'd realise. <laughs> they'd implode in on themselves and become a black hole. Arsenal. Are they going to win the league? Um, if this question was put to you two weeks ago, you probably would have said yes. No, I think Leicester are going to do it. That'd be mm. good, though, wouldn't it? It'd be good. That no, would be good for everyone would, who isn't an Arsenal good. fan. It's, everyone is saying, everyone's going. Oh yeah, but it's going to be great if Leicester win the league. I'm like, no, it's not. I want yeah, me to win it. Yeah, obviously, if you, if you for everyone else who isn't either supporting Arsenal or Tottenham right now. Um, oh, even so, I sort of just you must you must look at it and go, please. Leicester don't let Tottenham win it oh I mean as an I, have, I have woken up genuinely in hot sweats thinking about the fact that Tottenham could win it and also yeah. like Arsenal can go oh that was Tottenham's greatest chance yes. in decades to win the league and yeah. you, you lost out to Leicester yeah so you mugs. Know, good yeah yeah and then uh, just a little fight little ruck yeah up somewhere it's and just the uh, thing of like we we haven't they haven't finished above us since like I think like nineteen ninety four since you know and I started supporting Arsenal really in about ninety seven so I've never known Tottenham to finish above us and if they do it and win the league I mean that would really be the worst thing in the world magical potion that's make going to make Arsenal win it what three ingredients are, are in the it's a liquid they drink it what three ingredients what <laughs> James don't interview you don't understand okay um. I think, uh, look, if it's, uh, I think it's uh, mentality, I must say. Uh, luck, a little bit of luck, uh, and uh, a little bit Vardy injury, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Good. delicious. I always supported Crawley as well, who were, oh, my, okay. who were my local club down at the Broadfield Stadium, uh, the, other, the, the real Red Devils. Um, so I've always been a fan of Crawley and they sort of then they had a little spurt of doing quite well in the last sort of three or four years when they've gone back down now to League Two and yeah, then my, no, mi- my missus is a Hearts fan and so I support Hearts oh, as well okay. a little bit who are yeah, Hearts? No, I'm, I'm similar Hearts are uh, they're an, a team from Edinburgh Hearts of Midlothian is she Scottish? yes yeah, she is yes oh, that's another good. thing you've got in common you good. two good on you my wife's oh, Scottish really? yeah. oh lovely yeah. where's she from she's Celtic though she's from uh, she, she's from a town outside Glasgow called Galston oh right okay yeah is there a correlation between having a Scottish partner and um, being in Les Mis oh yeah you were in Les Mis weren't you yeah because I was Why in Les you? Mis yeah <laughs> yeah when I was um, oh, my... oh my god are you my partner are we partner? best friends <laughs> are we <laughs> is this just happened <laughs> Do you want to get a flat? <laughs> when, when, when were you in Les Mis? I was in Les Mis in 2010. Who did you play? What was your part? I was cover Gareth Gates, who was playing Marius. So I was first cover. cover Gates. Okay. I was first cover Marius, and I covered like Bois 
this is really for these for the the dream team um, listeners. Yeah. I cover Bamatabois, uh and I always also cover Grantaire. Um, the drunk. Yes. Yes, of course. Drink with me and yeah. Marius, you're late. What's wrong today? Could you possibly <laughs> sing together, you two? Just give the uh, give us a little I can't. Uh, snatch. I'll, st- I'll start. I start weeping. It's such a tragic. <laughs> I watched the film. I watched it on a plane. I had to keep stopping. What the uh, plane? That I, no. <laughs> I had to, keep, I had to take that? a break. I had to take a break from watching it because it just. Uh, I just it's think not it's a plane. So, going so, sad, it, so do you mind if we just can we just pull over for a bit? <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, when I was like, I was like, flying over to America and um, and started watching Amy, really harrowing documentary about Amy Winehouse. Yeah. We were talking about that last week. I sort of didn't enjoy the documentary because I kept sort of being quite meta with it. I was sort of thinking to myself, all I kept thinking was there's so much footage of her before she was famous. Because there's no footage of me. I never was a kid and thought, better document this, guys, because... Yeah, that is is good. I thought that was, you meant there's no footage of you in, in Amy. No footage. Why am I, why first am I of all, watching this? There's no footage yeah. of me. Yeah, you're a yeah, big influence on us. On our writing, I was lulled into a false sense of security. I thought that was. Good. I was yeah. going to be featured. Those songs are about like, me, like all the other programs I watch. <laughs> Dream Team Europe is back this week. It's covering every game in the Champions League and Europa League. There's a hundred grand's worth of potential prize money. Let's remind people of our team names. Jalal, you went with uh, Bob Real Madrid. Let's hear the chant. Oh, I could really do with a Bob Real And of course, um, my team, Buckley's Ball Boys. Buckley's Magnificent Ball Boys. I always think there's a little bit of Bowie in, in there. Like Bowie's later singing voice. Do you reckon? Yeah, play it play again. Buckley's magnificent ball. Boys. Or the bit at the end? No, the main bit. Oh, okay. The kind of voice he used in his later years. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. I'm a space invader. I like I've his like a, laughing I've got a Bowie gnome, at the B. I, like, I like the laughing gnome voice. What one's that? The ha ha ha, he he he, that one. When, I don't know any of these. The buddies. laughing gnome one. I was walking down the high street <laughs> when I heard footsteps behind me. Oh yeah, me. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And there was a little old man Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's my favourite Bowie voice. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Funnily enough, disregarded that. Oh. It was sort of overshadowed by a lot of the other stuff that he did. I think it was his best work. Okay, well, we have Champions League and Europa League games going on this week, but as it stands, right this second, Jalal, Buckley's Ball Boys are sitting top of the Dream Team Podcast League. Really? Have that. Can you believe that? I'm joint top at the table with Dean Kerner and his team, Dynamite. Me and Dean are only one point ahead of Dan Lovelady and his team, which is called Ranny Fash FC. Uh, Jalal, you're currently fifth from bottom of the league. What? But you, yeah, 
but to be fair, you did assemble your team using the lowest amount of money possible. I yes. think it's the cheapest team in the league. Yes. Uh, but you but you wisely invested the money you saved in Bovril stocks. So uh, do you want to give us a, an update on, on the market? Unilever stocks are up um, 0.09%. So it's less, less than a percent. Less than 1%. But that's, less, you know... It's less than 0.1%. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> you can laugh now. You can laugh okay. now. But I've got a feeling that I'm going to be having the last laugh. Let's yeah. name and shame the teams that are below Jalal in our league. We have Arian Saini. Arian? Is that... You can't call someone Arian, can you? It's a bit Nazi, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> with Michu at De Gea Bar. Uh, Tom Tom with Never Ever. Dan Wigley with Into Your Nan. And Tim Horwood with Arnauto Bitches. Bottom of the pile, it's Ben Taylor Day with the Dirty Randys. Thanks to everyone for entering. Uh, there's still a long way to go, but I think the title is in the bag. You reckon, um, do you? Yeah. To counter-lever all the Bovril chat, uh, I just want to shout out again to Balmers. I know you got in touch with me on Twitter saying that you want to give me some Balmers so I can drink it on the show, but can you please get in touch with Dream Team? Um, or if anyone who knows anyone that has anything to do with Bournemouth, or if you're listening to this, tweet Bournemouth and say, get in touch with at Dream Team FC, and someone there will uh, tell you where to send some Bournemouth, which I really, really want so much. It's but please three pound bet, three pound bet, three pound bet, three pound bet. I just sent a tweet out saying, quickly help, doing Buckley's three pound bet right now and want your predictions, and then I've done the teams. Somebody's just favourited it. <laughs> Bournemouth Swansea. Okay. Bournemouth Swansea. No, Bournemouth Swansea. Bournemouth are in 14th, Swansea are in 16th. Um, I am going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for Bournemouth. Okay, the next game that I've, that I've picked is uh, Villa v Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham are away. Um, I think uh, I think your money's always safe betting against Villa at the moment. So I'm going to go for a Tottenham win, for a Spurs win. Jalal, what are you saying? Uh, Spurs. Yeah, I think that's safe there. Uh, and then uh, we've got Monday Monday night game, which I'll get to watch because it's on late enough for me to see uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, Leicester Newcastle. I'm going to back Leicester for the second week. Well, yeah, I'm going to go for Leicester as well. Um, yeah, I'm going for Leicester. Okay. But only because I think um, Ranieri has um, a little secret weapon. Oh, really? What's that? He's got he's got a little a little bell sound that he uses if his people football people are falling asleep. He's got a little bell thing. I tell to them dilly din dilly don when they are uh, sleeping. No. From the beginning, no, when uh, something was uh, wrong, I say, hey, dilly din, dilly don, wake up, wake up. And during all the training sessions, sometimes, dilly din, dilly don. And uh, on Christmas Day, I said, okay, I bought for all the players, all the staff, to everybody, a little bell, dilly din, dilly don. <laughs> so that proves that Ranieri is just as mental as you, basically. Yeah. That's like having a conversation with you. I don't think it's mental. I think, I think he's cool. Do you know? What, yeah. Do you know I, what I like about it is what? the sort of the very European, very sort of uh, melodic. Like if we were to do, if someone went, oh, what what noise does a bell make? You go, I don't know, ding dong. 
in Italy. Diddly ding, diddly dong. Hey, a diddly ding, diddly dong. Sounds like a dish, doesn't it? Diddly ding, diddly dong. Well, I think it sounds a bit like a sort of a funky, um, something you'd, you'd hear in a sort of Ibethan laid back house track. <laughs> I tell to them, when they are uh, sleeping, no? Dilly din, dilly don. Dilly din, dilly don. Dilly din, dilly don. I've asked for your opinions in the Twitter world. At Alex, double X underscore main, he says Swansea, Spurs, Leicester. At the Ben Chadwick, uh, he says draw Spurs, Leicester. So it's exactly what I've said. Good on you, good on you. Um, lot of draw Spurs, Leicester. I think I might win this week. At Richard Boland says, I reckon someone might win, someone might lose, and you never know, someone might get a draw. At Jalal Hartley has uh, tweeted me saying, don't know. Anything else? Uh, at Jalal Hartley has also tweeted me saying, James is reading them now. Uh, and... He's also said he's ignoring my replies and not reading them out. Well, joke's on you, Joel, because I have read them out. No, no, you just tweeted me saying ignore that. <laughs> so that was Buckley's £3 bet. Um, oh dear, James has just died. Well, I'll, I'll wrap up the podcast. Um, it's time to say goodbye now. And um, obviously, if you're listening on iTunes, do hit that subscribe button. Um, visit dreamteamfc.com to see more of the stories we've been talking about. Um, I don't think there's anything more to say other than um, goodbye. <laughs> I was going to say we do quite a good Richard Dawkins, but I don't think we do, do we? <laughs> well, mine, you do. Richard Your one's Dawkins, quite good. Mine's more yours accurate, is quite, but yours is really yeah, good. David Tennant. I try to do Professor, what's his name from, from Bagpus. That's yeah. what I turn Your impressions Dawkins are quite into. niche. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do Gavroff. Yeah, do Um, Oh, literally, I cannot remember. Do any. your Del Boy. Gavroff. All right. <laughs> I, do, I do a good... I do quite... I don't do a good, but do, like any Only Fools and Horses fans will know that as it went on and on and on, Rodney became more and more Cockney. <laughs> Did he? Like it started off, he sounded like sort of quite natural, but I think he then became quite posh himself, really, in real life. So then he had to affect a Cockney yeah, accent. Because he was quite posh in um, Good Night Sweetheart, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Rodney. Yeah, he was. In this spin. He, he, yeah. he started putting like loads of Y's in the middle of words. So he'd be like, Dale! <laughs> oh, bloody Yale! Bloody Yale, Dale! <laughs> Who's sort Dale? Of got annoying. Yeah, well, that was it. One of the minor characters. Do you like Only Fools and Horses, Joel? I've never asked you that before. I've never no, thought to I even ask you. have never asked me that. I love it. I follow, um, they do Only Fools and Horses moments on Facebook and they just do new clips every day like, from, you know, from old episodes. Yeah. I, I love it. Oh, it's brilliant yeah. when the... Um, 
when uh, he falls over in the bar and just on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's one of that's one of the big ones because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know the things been lifted up. And no, no. If, if only if only he'd listened to Trigger, <laughs> and he falls down on the yeah. on the floor. Imagine what happened if the bloke hadn't opened that bit and, and he, if, just, he, and just, he just fell just back onto the And he just bar. didn't fall at all. It would have been... <laughs> the history of British yeah. sitcom would be very different. Yeah. Imagine if it was the right chandelier. <laughs> no, I, don't, uh, I don't appreciate this, do I? What? <laughs> it's an institution. It's a part of British fabric. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 